0: All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are not this ready. Is, uh, black black. black. Better get ready. table. Uh, table. Read. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Black table. Read. We the team to get you focused.
1: Hey, we the hottest. We the baddest. We the boldest. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Turn up the volume. It's your people. Yeah, you know this.
1: Young black artists in the fold. Yeah, we own it. Yeah. What's going on, beautiful people.
0: Yo, what up? What up? What up?
1: How y'all feeling? How y'all doing? Happy Tuesday. It's another episode of Black Table read with your girl hey. Lydia Koo.
0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? I am Jars Clyde, Mr. King Petty himself.
1: I love how every time we introduce you come on like it's um <laughs> like it's the quiet storm. <laughs> <laughs> Like i will be like, yeah, what's going on? I'd be like, George, like, yeah, hello, everybody. Ain't coming. This is you know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. King of Petty.
0: You know, I'm, tr- I'm trying to give that sultry. Uh, you know, it's it's. I, You're you try to get
1: us a different kind of listeners. That's what look, that is. Look, I'm trying to get my
0: I'm trying to get my follows up. <laughs> look, I'm trying to well, listen, shout out to the folks that
1: that, that have been rocking with us since the beginning, and even if you hey. jumped on in this past season. But we appreciate you as well. Oh, yeah. Man, man, man. I know we last week was such a doozy for us both, but we are yep. back at it with we this new episode. Oh, yeah. You know,
0: we back. We back. So let's just jump on in. I'm, let's do I'm, it. I'm ready. All right. So this is the black top. If you don't <laughs> know what <laughs> that <laughs> is, basically, it's just we we covering all the things that might have happened <laughs> at the news right. recently. And we just talk about it. So uh, let's start off with this. So I, I, I'll I'll with the precursor to this headline. I don't know if you heard, but uh, Blackish is ending in, with season yeah. eight. So that's mm-hmm. kind of sad. But not to fear, ABC got you covered with black people coming to your screen. So ABC has ordered um, at least three new series like with an all black cast. Mm. uh coming in the twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two season. Uh so you have a show called Queens, which will feature Eve, Notori Naughton, Brandy, and uh Nadine Velasquez. Uh I can't wait for that. and then you have the Wonder Years reboot, which I didn't think I've ever watched the Wonder Years.
1: hadn't premise. either but Well no the, they that used was to do like a lot of time. reruns. That was, that yeah, but Daniels is time. leading that thing, so I know. Yeah,
0: so good. so that should be nice. Uh, and then you have Maggie and Abbott Elementary, uh, mm. which I'm excited for that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, we got we got black folks coming coming to your prime time. So Blackish may be ending, but I think I think we we got some good stand ins for right now. So I'm a, I'm definitely excited for. It ain't like I'm be able to watch none of these shows when they <laughs> on the air, though. That's that's the funny thank, part. Thank
1: goodness for streaming because yeah. for folks like us that just don't get the time to be there for the the actual, you know, premiere or whatever. Mm-hmm. It it definitely is. It's been
0: a godsend. I I'm over yeah. here catching up on. Uh, I need to go because I missed it yesterday. Uh, Run the world. I missed the premiere. Oh yeah. So I, I'm yeah, gonna go yeah, yeah. watch that. Uh, it's on HBO. It's on stars.
1: Stars. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. So if you need the stars, hook up, you know, get at me.
1: Listen, I got I will, you. I'll get with you after today's programming. You. Praise God. <laughs> um, <laughs> between that and what else I need to get? Showtime. I was Showtime. watching The Shy. Oh, see,
0: Y'all, I, need to, I need to watch The Shy. I,
1: I am so, listen, yes, I know. There are so many shows that's on now. They're just like, you, you ain't watched that yet? When I tell you that I have, no time. Like, if I make time, it's to watch, it's to catch up on. Um, this is us. Yeah. I cannot miss my this is us. If anything, if I don't catch it Tuesdays at nine, I'm gonna catch it Wednesday morning. Like, oh yeah, no, um, no, ifs, um, ands, or buts.
0: After the gym, I'm just after there, right,
1: like literally at, during during cool down, getting getting the the post workout meal in. This is oh, us yeah. is on the TV, oh, and yeah. I'm sad about that too because after this season is ending, we're ending. not gonna bring it up. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> this is us. it's ending?
0: Oh Lord! Ah! All right, we got. Look, let's switch topics for Liddy. Let's, let's switch topics. What you board. got over there? What you got?
1: <sighs> okay. In other news, here we go. Bridgerton fans, we are indeed in need of some more Bridgerton coming our way. We, as we know, the lovely. Uh, Reggae Jean Page will not be gracing our screen for season two but not to fret because Queen Charlotte um, she will be getting a spinoff set on Netflix and of course Shonda Rhimes is set to write that bad boy um, it is played by Golda Rochevelle Rochevelle Rochevel? Mm. It, looks, it looks so so hmm mm.
0: and she's a lovely person yeah, like is.
1: I, I don't know like if y'all do this when you watch a show And then you like look up folks' Instagram or whatever, and you're like, oh, they look like a cool person. She was that for me. So instant follow. Um, So yes, she is going to get a uh, spinoff. And for the, let me see, the spinoff story, it's not only going to tell a story about young Queen Charlotte, but also younger versions of Lady Violet Bridgerton, who's played by Ruth Gimmel, and Lady Danbury, who's played by Ajwa Ando. So... That's that's about to be. This
0: makes me want to go watch the series. Like, right? You now.
1: haven't seen? See, no, see? I've
0: watched it. I want to no, watch okay. it again. Okay. <laughs> I'm
1: about to be I'm about to be that person. Like, what? And you we watch that? Well, I didn't discover
0: it, but I really dove in the past two days. The Bridgerton musical that was done on TikTok. Lydia, if you have not gone to listen to that thing on, on what? YouTube on, on, on TikTok, YouTube, yeah, but it, trust me, go to YouTube. Type in Bridgerton musical, okay, and then text me,
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Because you will be hooked. I just, I just want you to know you are going to be hooked.
1: Okay. So see, no, I'm ready. I'm ready. See, when you got friends it's just like who just know what you don't like, but then they still recommend it. It's like some. <laughs> sometimes you to take, take some. You gotta take that what trust is it? You gotta me. you gotta discern. Trust uh, me. to my followers. You gotta discern. But sometimes when you just trust the trust the words of a fellow friend, you gotta be like, okay.
0: Look, I got you. I got you. Uh-uh.
1: I know you wouldn't lead me astray, brother. We're gonna pray about it before we hit search.
0: But okay. Look, look, speaking of leading astray, I don't know how I'm gonna segue into this. <laughs> but all right, so you know my my man. Mr. Colin Kaepernick has been just going through it, just going through it, but still for the culture. So shout out to Colin Kaepernick always, but he's about to launch a book with a collection of 30 essays that talk about abolishing um, the police in prisons. And so it's due out in October 12th, one of which he wrote himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I mean, but the crazy thing, this also, happened, this news broke in the same time that also was announced that Tim Tebow would be rejoining the league playing for um,
1: How ironic.
0: Playing for the Jaguars. Huh. Uh, and I was like, hmm, hmm, same age. Been out the league, maybe around the same. Oh, mm-hmm. so we just mm-hmm. double standard out here. Mm. All right. But shout out to Kellen for you know leading the way, taking the L to to bring awareness and, and bring us all together. It has it not gone unnoticed. So be on the lookout for that uh, October twelfth. I think I will definitely be adding it to my collection of things. But uh, I think I definitely think it's a conversation that needs to be had. I don't think the police and prisons are always the option. Uh, but that's just my two. That's a whole nother uh, black table read, <laughs> lady. I'm tossing it over to you. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. Uh huh. I'm I'm writing down notes. If y'all can hear my fingers clacking. It's, it's my thumbs going in on my, my, my notes app. Because, yeah. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the things. All the and things. with that, just to just to jump on out of the blacktop, um, I don't know if we have a lot of older listeners. If we do, that's awesome. But if you were during the age where they would paddle in school, it's it's not too far away. There are still in fact certain schools, certain districts that still practice paddling children. And what? um yes indeed. Yes indeed. So there was recently a video of a principal in let me get the the city. It's not popping up for me right now, but there was a video of a a principal that was paddling a first grader, a first grade little girl, in front of her mother.
0: In front of, oh. In was, front of her what, mother. Were they wonderful people? Because I know. No, they that. were,
1: they, they both were Hispanic. Oh. And Yikes. it, it, it definitely. Mm. This, this, this part about it is just like. How how are we still here? It's it's a lot of things that people <laughs> how are question. We in this how are we event? still in this moment where <laughs> something like paddling is still acceptable? But when you have districts that are that in this case as well, there's still schools that are segregated. Um oh, wow. it's yeah. telling me that it's it's in Central Elementary School in Cluiston. Again, it's not telling me the city, but um oh, I'm sorry. Cluiston, Florida. There we go. So yes, oh, she I was mean, caught on camera paddling kind of this first grade student in front of her mother and will not face any criminal criminal charges during oh, the fine. incident which took which took place last month so last month being April. Took place last month and saw fit that the student needed to be punished because the mother was not doing enough to I guess tell her tell her child what to do or not to do even though she's her mother. Melissa Carter, principal at Central Elementary School, berated the child for allegedly damaging a computer. Then, as a school aide bent the child over a chair, Carter viciously hit her with a thick wooden paddle. The child's mother came forth and told her to stop, only to, only to have the principal continue to do so. So therefore, the child's mother secretly recorded the whole incident and said that she did not intervene due to a language barrier and her undocumented status. See, this is the get you, got you.
0: I'm clutching my pearls over here because I'm like...
1: This is the get you, got you about ish like this. I be damn.
0: I wish I'm... uh, I be
1: (laughs) daggone if a woman, man, child, anybody felt like they were going to, one, address my child in a way, and put their hands on my child, and I'm standing right there. I don't care if I can't speak a lick of English or whatever language is is, is going on, but you're not about to touch mine.
0: Hands speak. Hands speak louder Ex- than words. Okay? Anything. Actions speak louder than words. That's what
1: they say. And, I huh?
0: Look,
1: Secretly recorded her own child being Secretly, paddled
0: nah, by a woman else.
1: that's not her mother?
0: Somebody else would have been holding the phone. At that, okay, at they would have. Moment. It would
1: have been a completely different video. Local woman beats the heck out of a principal because she thought that she <laughs> she had the audacity to touch her child. It, See, my mugshot. And, and I would smile and be like, "Yeah, I whooped her ass, yeah. and I ain't mad about it." Like look, that's literally how it would be. Look,
0: how dare you? Tell me y'all out right here. How dare you? Y'all don't know the word advocacy, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> Lydia, we gotta get your blood pressure to go. Go get some water. <laughs> Listen,
1: let me let, let me take a let me take uh, a swing.
0: Y'all. Y'all, we'll we'll be back. We're gonna let Lydia cool off so she don't go out here and 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 find is. Gotta bust ditches. the cap. Uh but stay tuned with us. We'll be right back with the table read.
1: table read we are back at it with the table read and let's jump into it so today's episode tale of two cities it is a uh, familiar title but a different meaning that which jerry and i are going off
0: uh, (laughs) of
1: yeah 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 i know i feel like that's what you were going off as well oh
0: yeah oh yeah a Absolutely. Shout out to J. Cole shout out to him. The, the man coming out with
1: new music and everything. And I'm and excited in, for it.
0: And playing in Africa. Playing basketball right. in
1: Africa. Right. Look, man of many talents. So, Taylor Two Cities. The way that we wanted to go with this is talking about the idea about there being a double standard for us as BIPOC individuals versus our wonderful individuals within say the industry of entertainment sports um really in the industry i mean yeah there there are so many well what about this and and what about that person and how does that go about there's so many standards that definitely are always twisted because of race because of you know the profession of which you're in and even if it's not, you know, talking about different industries, it just is us as a people. And yeah. I mean, unless you, you know, grew up under a rock, if you live in America, yeah, <laughs> you're destined to 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 be born into that double standard. Yeah. Um. Just take for instance, you have groups such as Black Lives Matter versus conservatives who cause an insurrection. <laughs> Sorry, I still,
0: um, that still makes me laugh
1: it's it's it literally It's just
0: so comical how how just both events were perceived,
1: yeah, and, and it's just like how it's it's so many it's so many little bits that's like there are still people that want to piece together different similarities between the two, and it's just like no. What the he- you can't no, you, really you can't. literally can't and if you didn't if if you again if you were that person living under a rock and you have no idea what was going on you knew where you were yeah march 6th 2021 like you knew Watching, yeah, where yeah. you were it's, it was it was definitely one of those moments like, sept- like September 11th so, yeah
0: it's definitely like September 11th where like you knew like when that time is talked about, from you know, when we are even a year from now, it'll be like, oh yeah, I know I was, I was in, I was in line getting gas or something, mm-hmm. you know. I'm, you know, but like you said, it's even in our industry, it's the same thing. Like you know, I, I shared uh, last week about the encounter that I had in the show that I was working on, where someone made a comment that my recent success was because I was a male, I was talented, and most importantly I was black.
1: Which is very interesting to me because it yeah. came from a older wonderful lady. Am I am I correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. But <sighs> I think what was more polarizing is prior to doing that show, I'd done Once on This Island, all mm-hmm. black cast, and I'd done Mirandi and Brother Wynn, all black cast. And you know, when we get together, there's a there's a there's a unspoken thing with us like we just have something as a unit and as a community like I looked forward to going to rehearsal when I was in those shows and, and forward to the shows because I got to see my peoples and yeah. act up and you know we finna do this show and then we are gonna go mm-hmm. home or we gonna hang you know and I feel like when I went into that other show where I was the only person of color I had to unpack being a person of color like, I had to not make it so obvious that I'm black, even though I can't really get rid of it. But I, when you talk about the, the Tale of Two Cities and the double standard, I don't think a lot of our wonderful colleagues and friends have to do that. They have the luxury of simply existing in in the realm where their skin color does not, disqualify them from things right you know i have to look at a, a breakdown when i'm thinking even thinking about auditioning and going are they uh, how's this gonna play out okay <laughs> all right you know you gotta go through a whole checklist yeah of why you can or why you should or why you shouldn't audition for something same you know but and I don't know how you dismantle something like that. I mean, we're seeing it right now on Broadway. Like, do we really need a revival of The Music Man? <laughs> do, we, do we need a revival?
1: Listen, there are there are so many shows that still just to this day, it's almost just like, how many revivals of shows do we need? How many? Different, also, do we just, really
0: need a revival of shows that are predominantly white from its original inception? If we're being diverse and fluid and all accepting, <laughs> just questions.
1: Just <There's laughs> questions that need answers. But, um, I mean, when we think about it, it's it, it paints this picture that we are... All born into this society that, you know, as kids, you walk into a classroom, depending on where where you're born. Like for me, growing up in Kentucky, it was a lot of wonderful folk. Like Mm just period. But there's also a lot of us. Like where I am, where I'm from in Louisville, it's it's a good mixture, even though in some parts it's like, you would think like, there's not many black people around here and we're everywhere throughout the city. Yeah, And going to school, especially like in elementary school, the school that I was at, it was predominantly white, but it, it definitely did paint that picture of all types of different kids, like coming through these halls. But there was still moments of like, um, you know, if we were doing like a project or something, it was like the expectancy was was different from student to student. Yeah. Say for instance if it's like, you know, usually if it's like a project where it's like, you know, three or four people are on, usually the teacher will be like okay, we need one person to lead, one person to be the writer, uh one person to be the presenter and another person to be the 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 recorder or whatever, you know. Yeah. And there were so many moments where like some of my black friends would always dial back and be like, oh, I know I can't be the leader. And it's like, how? Oh, well, you know, Stacy's always going to be that, or Ben's always going to be that. And it's like, huh? And I remember it was one project I had to do where literally like all the people in my group acted like they didn't want to jump on the leader at all. Like they, I forget what it was, what we had to do, but it was to the point where I was always the recorder because I was usually, you know, the good writer. Yeah. But nobody wanted to lead it off. And it was just like, well, shoot, in order for us to get done quickly, it was one of those like, you know, quick projects to, yeah. to just move on. And long story short, like, again, everybody just dialed back and was just like, well, I don't want to do it. So I let it on. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of my friends was like, You leading off your project? How you get to lead off your project? I was like, nobody else wanted to do it. Nobody else like said, "Hey, I want to." So, yeah. in order for us to finish, I took it on. And my teacher, I remember she pulled me to the side, like once we were done, once we were doing free time, and she asked me and she said, "Did none of your none of your group members want to want to take the lead?" And I said, "No, they didn't." She was like, "Well, next time just just ask if they want to." And to me, it was almost just like. Did we not do a good job because (laughs) we turned it in just like everybody else. We got it in, honestly, like before any of the other groups were done.
0: Did it not meet your specifications. But they didn't meet
1: your specifications. Like, was it because I let it off? And I mean, I was like seven, eight, eight, maybe eight at this time. And as a kid, you don't let it register because as an adult, they're looking at it from, you know, the perspective of living that, you know, living through what they've lived through. And their standards are already, you know, at a height to where as an eight year old, you have no idea what that's going to be. Now, being in the space of being a substitute teacher, being in education, being um, that that uh, that leader for, you know, different theater groups and programs. I see where certain teachers, you know, got off at, but I would never put it in a sense of like one student shouldn't take it on. Because another one doesn't have the gumption to do. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like yeah. certain kids just don't have that knack to just jump on. You know, when 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 everybody backs off, it's like, what else are you supposed to do? Not every kid has that courage. So it's just like, if you can do it, do it. I'd rather you, you take on whatever you can and make it work for yourself and for your group versus being like, oh, well... They said they didn't want to do it and not even putting color to it. Cause at the end of the day it didn't matter. But the thing was, I was the only black girl in my group. Matter of fact, it was myself, another boy that was Indian, and then two white girls. Mm. So it was just like what what was wrong with the dynamic? Because this because he didn't say anything or because these two white girls didn't say anything.
0: Well, I honestly think and and this honestly goes this this type of stuff goes so deep. It's like what they talk about with trees, especially like oak trees and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'm going to get a little, I'm gonna, I'm going to set this up like a sermon. So y'all stay with me now. Come on. Uh with trees at a certain point, those roots are so ingrained that you literally have to chop the tree down. Mhm to then even get to a point where you can begin to extract the roots of it. And I feel like, come on with me, church, stay with me now, (laughs) (laughs) that, you know, I feel like our industry in the past year of a pandemic, social unrest and all these things uh, coming Mm -hmm. out about Broadway and producers, and I feel like we've honestly, in all the strides that we've made, We've been doing nothing but chomping at the tree. Mm -hmm. We haven't gotten to a point where we've actually gotten to the root. We've addressed. We know what the root is, right? But nobody's actually come up and or been able to figure out how to extract the root of it. And so we go in this thing where we march. All right, we march. We make. You know, our voices heard, they put up posts that go, we see you, we love you, we're going to throw this money at you, we're going to green light your shows now, we're going to help produce a show at our theater and give you X amount of percentage, and it's like, all right, that's all well and good, but have you addressed your silent biases? Have you addressed how you pick shows? Have you addressed your patrons? Like the fact that I was on stage while I'm on this, this lets me know when I'm really into a show, I completely go out of myself Mm -hmm. and I'm watching myself and I can enjoy what I'm doing. Not that I'm on autopilot, but I'm like so into it that I for a minute forget that I'm in a show and just kind of been feel like I'm just talking as the character and doing all these things but the fact that in the last show that I did I kept having to think is somebody going to address or have a problem with the fact that I'm in an interracial relationship with my my co-star <sighs> yeah because that has happened <laughs> in Cobb County
1: oh i'm sure yeah A friend of mine
0: posted about it. It was at a lyric show too, mind you. Mm. And a patron came up to one of the box office people and they had a problem with an interracial kiss. And I said, what? It was like my great grandparent don't go sit their butt down somewhere. Yeah. But again, these these things. But also, one area that also is very interesting to go into is the audition room. I feel like there's a lot of double standards in that as well on how we are packaged mm-hmm. when it comes to auditions and what shows we are fit or unfit for
1: it's almost like I was telling you earlier how that that show that we were you know both asking each other like what you singing what you doing yeah and when you were just like, well, I don't know, because you know it's a lot of singing folk here, and it was like, and we are two of those people. It
0: you had it, to give me all the way courage. I had to, because it's like,
1: because <laughs> you know what, I feel like, you know, in, in our industry, listen, in any the, in, in the industry, you, you're going to yeah. have those goats. You're going to have those people that just book. You're going to have those people that are always relied upon, that's always going to be called on, that's always going to be yeah. known to be like, oh, of course they're in this show. And you don't want to look at it after a while. It's like, you don't want to look at it in a competitive sense because at the end of the day, all of us want this, all of us want that piece. Right. And it's just like, we're trying to get our pieces. So when we yelling out, man, get you a piece. That's literally what it is. Cause it's like, everybody has, has it. Yeah. And it's all just about, if you don't get it, then that just means God did not put that in your path. And that is okay. That is literally all right. But my thing is, why do we still have these these blocks that casting and these production companies and, you know, all these big heads still mm-hmm. just feel like, oh, well, we, we still just want to do Hello, Dolly. And it's just like, no. how many times do we need to do like And, and that's why I I, I love Dolly seeing done, the new works.
0: Dolly done said hello enough. It's time to say goodbye. Like,
1: she done said hello, goodbye, see you later, good afternoon. Like... We know what Dolly's talking about. We know what's going on with Dolly. Right. But that's why I praise like new works because it's a new voice. It's a new sight, a new perspective from a said writer, a said creator, whether they're black, white, Asian, it doesn't matter. But it's like, and even white creators, it it literally is just like
0: some new life into it.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, why do we still have the standard? Like, Damn the standard. I wish that we could just like put a big old block on the standard. Because at this point,
0: we shouldn't even be
1: going by it anymore. Like, seriously.
0: It's it's, it's, like I said, it's the root. It's so ingrained. But the
1: thing is, we know. It's like, as humans, we understand. Just like when you're kids. You're going to know why from wrong. By the time you're two years old, (laughs) you should know that you do not need to touch that that plug. You do not need to pull down your, your, your mom's plate, even though she said, stop, you know, these things because you are taught these things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people don't want to take what they're taught from home and instill it into society, into, into their lives, into, you know, what society is bringing into them because nine times out of 10, it's always going to be that situation that you know it's 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 not going to be right for you yeah. to react in such a way. Yeah, You know that it's not, but you want to go off how you feel. So you're going to feel like, oh, well, that's fine. That's why we have these police killings. That's why we have these sh- uh, school shootings. That's why we have these, uh, these paddling. That's why we have paddling in schools still. Oof. You know, it's all of these situations that we understand. We know that it's wrong because yeah. if that woman would have had a grandchild or a daughter or whoever and heard or knew about another person whooping on her her grandchild or niece or whoever, you think that she would just stand by and just record the whole thing? Absolutely Mm. not. Absolutely not. So it's like, and that's the thing too, for the mother to just stand back and feel like, oh, because she couldn't speak the language and also because she was undocumented, which that's a whole other situation. Whole other TED Talk. but. It's 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 still just like, are we tired? Look, I'm tired. I'm literally tired of like say, the standard. Because it's like
0: Big say it. Oh. Every common sense ain't common for everybody. <laughs> common sense ain't common for everybody. Yeah, and like I said, we tired. We all I look, y'all have heard us say it so many times on this show. The shirts are we coming, tired. we promise. The shirts we are coming tired. with the
1: slogans. We are tired higher like what I think is like you you look at
0: look at the pinnacle of our industry Broadway you know mm. it's it's the brass ring Hollywood that, you know Hollywood that many of us try to grasp at yeah and even I'm coming to the terms of maybe maybe it's not it's not the end all be all for me. Like I didn't get into this to just be on Broadway. Like if it happens, it happens. Uh, but I don't want to chase something that's not good for my soul. Mm-hmm. At a, at the end of the day, like I mean, but If
1: it don't, if it doesn't fuel me, I'm not. No, I'm like,
0: not giving, I mean, I'm not going to go church to on y'all. But uh, what is a man for him to gain the world and lose his soul? Whew. That's in the good book.
1: Well, I need my fan.
0: Right, get that Martin Luther King fan. fan.
1: Look, <laughs> <laughs>
0: with Martin Luther King on the front, and
1: yeah, the funeral directors on the other side. Yep. <laughs>
0: Look, you know you black, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was like. I I just couldn't. And to, so I was reading this article it's in the New York Times, uh, and they had thirty three hundred artists uh, march. It might have mm-hmm. been more than that uh, with the Broadway advocacy. Coalition, yeah, and just reading some of these like testimonials with people like uh, Jelani uh, Aladdin and yeah. Kenny Leon, and just reading those Lydia stories, diamond, and being, and being like,
1: "That's my girl."
0: What is happening in our industry?
1: Yeah, <laughs> or what
0: has what has been allowed to happen? I think is the better question because mm-hmm. it's not like it's just oop. This just popped up. It just happened. Like no, this this has been entrenched in in it, and it comes embedded. Like <laughs> it comes from the outside. Like a lot of times we talk about that art mirrors real life.
1: Yeah. Well, the mirror does. works
0: both ways. Mm-hmm. Like, and and so for me, I've tried to go into a lot of spaces and disrupt stuff. Not to be disruptive because people are think for whatever reason that black people are disrupted, which is a whole nother topic. <laughs> but who child, I'm just I I don't I don't think we adequately know what it's gonna take to blow up the system completely.
1: It just takes a big old grenade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not a big old like, grenade. just
1: just pull the pin, pull Scotty, the pen, and
0: just drop it.
1: <laughs> just drop it, cause it's like, if like, we leave it up to the government, we're doomed. If we leave it up to corporations, we're double doomed. If we leave it up to us as a people, we're not doomed, oh, we, we, but we, we act we, we act like to we're doomed.
0: Another planet, <laughs> like seriously, because it's
1: planet. like, as 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 gracious as a planet that we live on, it's like people still just.
0: Suck sometimes
1: yeah because it's like you got some people who understand where we as a people where we really could go like people who are literally doers and starters and problem solvers and they're the ones that are always pushed back and be like ah, nah 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 we don't hear you we don't care about what you're saying tell tell us the story again about where we get to you know have guns and have the rights and and you know be able to spank kids in school tell us about that and it's just like
0: jesus
1: how are we still here, yeah.
0: y'all? You know, I I thought <laughs> I, I I don't I, think people really grasps why the Trump presidency was so problematic. I I don't think people still grasp why it still is one of those things. When like, I tell
1: you, I get so I I, I I'm just glad that he's not.
0: A oh founder. yeah, but it exposed so so much. much but it's
1: like. So and people, much. people are still just oblivious, like legit oblivious to like, so the fact of what, what, what a, how tainted he was. Not even tainted, like not even ta-
0: like he, he had the innate ability to make racism cool. Like I've never seen somebody like popularize racism, bigotry, xenophobia, transphobia. Like, homophobic. Like, every phobia, it seemed like people just came out the woodworks to, to celebrate. Right. And it be people you know. That was the crazy thing. It was like. Man, if it didn't show what? you who people were, listen. Like, I, I had to look out the corner of my eye and some people were like, <gasps> I don't know if we get. <laughs> I don't know how we got here, but we need to talk, sweetie. Yeah. Come sit down. Sit right here. Next. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. So you don't go nowhere. Jessica have to slap fire at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
1: tell but somebody I, that in a minute,
0: be like, man, go, must slap fire at you. Look, <laughs> uh, but I, I just, I, I think that, <laughs> coupled with things with the pandemic, and it just it was a perfect so storm. M- it was, and yeah. one thing that I've, I've been struggling with. Uh, Again, because I think there's a double standard on how people deal with, in our industry, when it comes to race and privilege and things. There's a, there are certain things that I've never felt comfortable to do. Mm-hmm. Like, recently, I, I'm supposed to be working on a show in, in t- two weeks. And it came out about, we got the set list for the show. Yeah. I wasn't too fond of the set list, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. And not even my pieces. Like, my pieces were fine. I will do my pieces and go about my business. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't too fond of the set list as a whole. I didn't think it showcased us as best as we could be. Mm-hmm. And you know me. I'm one of those people. If I'm putting my name on it, it's finna be banger. Like, it's yeah. gotta be top-notch,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or I just, I'm not going to enjoy it. And so it took me a while to come to terms that I emailed the artistic director and brought, brought it up. Mind you, there was another person who also didn't like it and brought it up. Both of us were black. Both mm. of us are the only two black leads in this mm. show. hmm and the comment, the the general comment was, well, everybody else is happy with the set list. I was like, oh, of course, the only, the only two black people. But it was one of those things like we felt so uncomfortable to bring this to light. But I've seen other instances where I've seen white um, wonderful colleagues and, and people go up to the director and completely give a suggestion. And the director run with it. Oh, yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. Somebody else do the same thing? Uh, That's not really what I... It's like...
1: Okay. We don't shuck and jive back here. So, (laughs) I've been a part of two or three instances where I was a part of a mixed cast. And, you know, all of those opportunities and, and situations were great ones. But looking back now... There were certain conversations that we would have, you know, either in the dressing room or like at dinner or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, you know, meal breaks and stuff where it was kind of just like, "Mm," you know, corner of your eye, like you said. And I remember it was one time we had a conversation about jobs within the city and, um, you know, regionally. And there was one wonderful individual that was like, yeah, so I'm supposed to be going to, you know, these auditions that are happening in Florida and I'm trying to see if I want some folks to go with me so as she's like you know naming off the, the different theaters that were going to be represented she was like well this one's going to be doing West Side Story probably not that one even though I could because I'm like a hell of a dancer um this other one's going to be doing The Wiz I mean I could do that one too but I mean I don't know if they'll like accept me but I mean I can still do like tricks and stuff so we'll see and I think this other one, they're going to be doing Color Purple. I love that show, though, but I, I don't know if I can sing that high. Now, when I'm eating, I'm focusing on my food. But when there's certain <laughs> things that are said, it kind of just tickles your ear. It's just like, oh, oh, oh hold on. What, what? Girl, you said Color Purple. Huh? And and you put it in the way of like, <laughs> yeah, that music is crazy. Versus being like, heffa, are you crazy? You ain't no. about to be in nobody's color purple. But then it's like you don't want to say it because you want we want to talk about inclusivity and all these things. But color purple is color purple. So
0: sorry, that's no, that sorry. on that. That's not. That's just
1: not gonna happen. But then you think about something like Lion King. Like, imagine a white Simba. Could we? Would we want to? Can you? um it's it's there's definitely those standards that we speak of. There are certain things that should be incl- that should include everyone and there's certain things that are just so embedded that it's just like this is what it has always been so is this like if we change yeah. it now, then what are we gonna do and I think there's certain shows or certain productions that it has been done so much that it feels nice to see that new um that new face like for instance. There's about to be something coming out soon, um, Cinderella, where yeah. Billy Porter Billy is going to be playing the fairy, fairy the fairy godmother. godmother. Fab
0: G. Fab, Fab G. G. And
1: it's just like, something like that. It's a new... Because, he's not a new face, but it's, it's just like...
0: It's a new dawn.
1: It's, it's a new day. It's going to be it's a whole new, a new spin to it. And damn it, it's Billy Porter. Like, come on.
0: It is Billy Porter. I just watched... Um, like a boss the other day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Billy is one of the favorite, my favorite parts. Oh yeah, here. oh yeah, He's so good. But again, this goes back to something that me and you always talk about, and I hopefully our listeners have been, you know, listening. Mm-hmm. Representation matters in all forms. So it's much. not just putting a BIPOC artist up there. It's putting a person from that maybe. Uh, trans or gay or non-binary like because and and I've been preaching this so much lately and I know it's just it's got to be a message from God but about me doing something with kids later down my life yeah it's not about us at a certain point people it really isn't it's about the next person who will come after you like Hamilton even says this, for all my Hamilton fans, what is a legacy? Mm. What is a legacy? Legacy is planting seeds in a garden you never get to see. Mm. Because if you think about a harvest and and planting, depending on what you're planting, you may not see it come to fruition immediately. Exactly, yeah. But the beneficiary of it is waiting somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like I have a tree outside my apartment. I don't know when that bad boy was planted, but it gives me a nice little shade, <laughs> you know, in the morning when I wake up. But I'm a beneficiary of somebody else's work. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You pre- so, still preach? I, I see, I see
0: what you're doing. You see where I'm going? I see you what you're you doing. <laughs> you, you, you start the
1: message in the beginning and you bring it back at the end
0: look listen we're I'm about a, to go I'm into a, this benediction P- i can't wait look look i'm i'm a pk if nothing I, else. Cannot <laughs> I cannot
1: wait i cannot wait because i know you're gonna but tear up the <laughs> oh
0: look but that's what i'm saying like it's 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 it starts it starts now we have a, a unique opportunity to address and eradicate systematic racism Absolutely. in all forms in all spaces mm. like we have a very unique opportunity to do that like today. Like the now. only problem is <laughs> are there going to be people who like Colin Kaepernick are willing to take the risk? Cuz unfortunately it ain't going to be pretty.
1: That's a ri- that's that's a that's a word literally.
0: At, risk. Everything at risk is not going to be pretty. You ain't you may not have a job. You may have to reinvent. But the beneficiaries that will come after you deserve a chance at a new
1: that's it brother
0: so that's the table read tale of two cities we're gonna go take a break and then we'll come right back for BTR stay tuned my people's All right, people, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is BTR. This is our Breathe, Think, Release moment. I just want you to take this time to envision a world that is not like the one we are in now, where diversity, where warmth and love are celebrated openly. You get to be who you are, love who you love, and be accepted. There are no double standards anymore in any form. And that is possible and a reality. But it takes the efforts of all collectively working to do it. I want to live in a world where I don't have to unpack what it means to be me to make you feel comfortable. I don't want my kids to grow up in a world where they have to question, will someone do me harm simply because of how I look, or will I not be able to live peacefully unless I assimilate into something that is not myself? One thing that I love about being an actor is I get to play so many different things. But in doing so, I don't feel like I should have to carve off pieces of who I am at the end of the day. Like I spoke about in in the table read, we have a unique opportunity to start now. To change things for the better. The next generation deserves that. Like, many of us, I'll speak for myself, I'm I'm still kicking in the game. I'm fairly young. But we won't always be that way. And there are kids coming up now who want to be in this industry or want to be a lawyer or a doctor or or a, a a trash man or something, maintenance or something. Allow them to see representation in real time, that it matters, that they're valued, that they are not forgotten, that there is no double standard, and I promise you they will flourish. One thing that I talk about uh, a lot of times when I go to speak about my journey in the arts and everything, there are two versions of me that people don't know or I haven't really expressed. There's a version of me that grew up in the city of Atlanta, like I'm talking inner city, like Cascade over in the West End area. Went to school where, at in middle school where people were selling dime bags in the bathroom, you know. Then there's a version of me that went to a performing arts high school, went to get his bachelor's and his master's, and then came back home to make a difference. The similarities are those are the same people in both time frames. The only difference is investments, uh, exposure, and resources. Those are three things that you need in order to present other options to people you need resources you need exposure and and you definitely you you need to see what it looks like and i think unfortunately the double standard keeps keeps that that veil down to where you can't see it and so we 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 owe it to people like my cousins who are 13 to 17 right now who are trying to figure out what they want to do next but the world tells them they can only do two things because one of my cousins is six six two thirteen still growing what is the world gonna tell him? oh you need to do basketball well good people what if he has other talents that might actually be beneficial to the world are we gonna invest in that or are we not so check yourself And those around you and see, hmm, how can I uplift? Not myself, because unfortunately, that time's up. How can I uplift the person that's behind me? It's a relay race, people. Let's let's reach back and do it for, for them. It's their time. So let's set the foundation now. And that's all I got.
1: That was it right there.
0: I told y'all the benediction
1: was going to be good. Y'all, y'all ain't hey. that That's how it go. Open that's up the doors you, of the church. <laughs> the doors of the church are open. That was good, brother. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate
0: uh, it. I appreciate it. That's all love, y'all. It's all coming from love.
1: Well, y'all, we have come to the end of another episode. We hope that you have enjoyed oh. yourselves. We know. it's it. Well, look, we're going to be back next week with something even more juicier, something even more better. Oh,
0: yeah. And go ahead and oh, take yeah. a
1: listen to all the other episodes from this season and the first season. Get to know us from the from the beginning. The sound doesn't uh, doesn't match up to what we got now because content we, we, we is do that still fire Okay,
0: content still
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, if you have questions, some love comments, or any uh, topic updates that you would love us to cover, go ahead and hit us up at Black Table Read on all social platforms. You can also email us at blacktableread at gmail.com. Thank you all so much again for listening, for tuning in, for supporting us, for continuously just showing your love. We appreciate it so, so much. All right, y'all, we getting out of here. This is Lydia Ikou. Hey, I'm Jerry Spive.